Welcome to the Power of Insights. This podcast is designed for helping people who are looking for lifelong change. My name is Oleg Karevos and I'm a state of mind coach helping individuals and business have lasting transformation. Today I would like to introduce to you Dominic Scafidi. He's a coach training leaders how to become great coaches and his purpose is to inspire greatness in teams and leaders. In this episode we have spoken about the principles of creation and how creation is happening already. What is the most important element in order to create the life you desire? We looked into what you notice, what you have to notice or focus in order to create what you want. And the way you focus is to become more. We discussed the importance of joy in life, how things are completely neutral when it comes down to creation. And the important thing is to pay attention the way you feel. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome. Today we have a wonderful person as a guest. Hi, Dominic. How are you? Hey, Oleg. How are you? Thank you for the invitation. Oh, thank you for being here. I'm so excited to interview you and find out more about you and what are you creating in your world. Without any further ado, please tell or share with us what are you doing at the moment? What are you, what are you creating? What, what, oh. what's, what type of work are you involved in? Great. Well, thank you. Um, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach as a, you know, in terms of what I do. And, uh, so, uh, and so I'm self-employed. I've been self-employed about 11 years now. And um, prior to that, I was in the corporate world. And uh, that's kind of the background. 20 years within very large organizations. I, I started in sales first, and then I moved into human resources because I was more interested in the people side of results and how you deliver results and get outcomes from a human perspective. So, so I went from um, uh, sales into human resources and, uh, you know, out of that understanding. The last corporate role that I held was a vice president of human resources with a large organization in Canada. And uh, I'm based out of Toronto. Uh, I've now, as I've said, uh, self-employed for the past 11 years. As an executive coach, I do three things today. I do one-to-one coaching working with individuals, mostly their leaders in in organizations. Um, And uh, the second thing I do, I work with teams. So I also coach teams, so team coach, and uh, help teams to achieve results and work together effectively and that kind of thing. And the third thing that I do, is I work with leaders and people managers in training. And what I'm training them in is training them to be great coaches rather than good bosses. And so it transforms their ability to lead and to work with their own people and to get you know better results and better performance from their teams uh, by being able to coach them rather than you know manage them or you know be, be, be the supervisor or those those other kind of approaches. Oh, thank you, thank you. Actually, I looked at your LinkedIn profile and uh, I knew about those three parts you're working on. Ah, the, yes. The one, the one uh, I wanted to ask you a question about is the I train leaders to become great coaches yes. instead of being a boss, right? Yes. Tell me an experience, maybe a practical experience you had, which emphasizes this fact very well. And you see the difference for people to see the difference between those two. 
Oh, yes. Um, so the, the, there's different when someone is a manager with people, they they're wanting to, you know, achieve. Well, they're responsible to achieve certain results or outcomes, but they can't do it alone. So they have people that report to them. The company, usually an organization, will put them responsible for a department or a function. So the trouble is <laughs> when you're doing this is because it's not you now you because if it was up to you then you would you, you know you have a deadline you have some work to do etc well if it's you alone you can get it done or not get it done you can figure out what to do or not but now when the work gets you know the the your responsibilities get much bigger so now you are leading other people well this is different than you know, you doing or not doing something. So leading other people gets tricky. And what happens is most leaders, most managers have never been trained around that. They're, they, it's not about training, but they don't, they never thought about that difference. And in most organizations, they underinvest in the development of the managers, which is really silly because those managers are managing one of the highest expense lines in an organization's, you know, P&L statement, because the salaries that are paid to the staff is usually in most companies, one of the largest uh, out, outflows of money. And so this money goes out and leaders are the ones who are managing the people that are paid this money. And the question is, how effective are these leaders in maximizing the results and the performance of the people that they lead? And to what degree have they been trained in that? Or to what degree are they proficient in that? Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to me. I, I don't, I'm not being critical, by the way, because when I was in human resources, I was as bad as anybody. <laughs> we, we would promote, we would take a good salesperson, uh -huh. really good salesperson, amazing results. He could deliver all kinds of revenue. And we would promote the person and say, we're going to make them the sales manager now. We're going to make them the manager of the team, right? Well, if you think about it, the, the skill and capability to sell something is, a, is distinct from what it would take to lead a team of salespeople who would be selling things. And so there's something in that that gets a little tricky. And most leaders and managers resort to advice giving and telling and commanding is the way that I would describe it, because that's all that they kind of can access. Well, I was a good salesperson, so this person is having trouble selling something. I'm going to tell them what to do because I know what they should do. And so this is the sort of the method. This is the boss. I'm the boss, the manager, and I will teach and tell them what to do so that they can comply. Well, that gets you compliance, but what you give up is commitment. So you will have no commitment. In order to have commitment, coaching is much more effective. And, and so there's, there's a, a few simple, it's not complicated. There's some simple distinctions in that. And so basically that's what the training does. And it helps people to, to do that. Amazing. Amazing. I like the example you gave 
with the, the, the sales team, a person performing in this area world, you, you make him a manager, which maybe is not required to do so. Right. Because he doesn't have the right skills to be a manager. But that's, right. very, that's very common in organizations. I have seen it happen and, and uh, works almost as a, re, as a reward. But I think it does, it, it's a disservice for the company, it's a disservice for the person. Right, right. And, yeah. 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 Um, you know, Dominic, I was listening to one of your podcasts and um, I, I was so um, intrigued by how you create your life, your business. And uh, I would like to ask you a little bit, to share a little bit about with, with, with the audience, how you do that, how you create your <laughs> life now, nowadays, yes. after finishing 20 years of working with the organizations. Yes. Um, well, so I, I, I'll give you a few sort of, you know, bottom line Thank uh, you for principles that, that the, and some of them, when I say them may not, you know, may not make sense or they may sound theoretical, but I, it's a bit of a building on what, on how creation is happening already. So all that I've done is I've become very interested in how is it that things are created that I am creating in my own life and in my own experience? And uh, from sort of exploring that or studying that, I, I, I have distinguished some things and learned some things that are always there. So this isn't like, um, you know, I'm making them up and it's not like a methodology that... Um, it's kind of like distinguishing what's already there that is happening all the time, the way gravity is. And then saying, oh, so that, so I see what gravity does. It works like this and it always works like this. And, there, and of course, then there's implications of it because it's working like that all the time. There are implications. And so... So when it comes to creating, um, you know, a lot of people look, you know, self-employment is one area where people are out in their own business and yeah. they, very, they very much have to create their business. Oh, I got to create my business. I need clients. I've got to generate revenue. I've got it, right? And so then they get wrapped up, like, how do I do this? And maybe I need to read some things or I've got to go to some courses or do some workshops like that. But I guess there's a stepping back and looking at you are always creating what's in your life all the time. And so even when you're self-employed and in your business, you can look at your business and you can see the level of business that it is. And a, an important starting point is to realize, acknowledge, you created that. You are creating that right now. And so some people will say, no, no, I'm not. I, it's not that I'm creating it because I don't have enough customers. There's not enough uh, revenue coming in. This is my problem. I'm not creating it. I'm saying, no, 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 you are. You are. There is nothing in your life that you are not creating, including that it's been created. And you say, well, not really, because I didn't know enough, and, da, 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 and that's why I'm trying to take courses and learn some things so that then I could know how to create it. So 
part of this is the realization that you are already creating and an acceptance or acknowledgement that what is there is your creation so far. When you can grasp that what is there is your creation and you can see yourself in the place of the source, the creator, the source of what you are experiencing, then that actually takes you to the place, the source of creation. And then, yes, then you've got uh, places to go because you know you can look at what's been created so far and you can notice that there are things you like and things you do not like. There are things you prefer, things you do not prefer, and you can now focus in a different way. Uh, and wherever you focus will be how creation will evolve. It will evolve and move forward in the direction of your focus. Wow, I love that. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Um, when you're talking about creation, that everything we create around us, uh, was a time in my life when uh, I felt insecure and uh, nothing was working the way I wanted. And, and it's hard to admit that I created that, <laughs> but that's what it was. <laughs> but in the in same time, the good news is that it can be changed. So from that place, I can start again and I can create a different outcome in my life if I want to. Nice. By, yeah. underst by understanding how, how, how everything works. Yes. Who, I need, who I need to become to create the life I want. What, right. I, what steps I need to take. Or maybe you can talk about, are there any steps we can take in order to create a life of abundance? A life well, of satisfaction? Yeah, so most important, you know, rather than steps and uh, uh, things to do, most mm -hmm. important is understanding. So if we, if, we take, if we take your, you know, the example you used where you say, you know, I had to look back in my life and I could see that there was this way that it was and had to uh, accept, you know, hey, I created that. Now, people get tripped up a little bit about the, well, what do you mean I created that? There's no way I would create that because that's not a good thing and I don't want a good thing. So why would I create something like that? Right? <laughs> so so um, if, we, if we go to basics, though, which is to say um, there is uh, nothing in your life that uh, exists that you know about that you ever experience outside of your mind. So if we start there, and, and you want to start with things where you say, you know, well, that's inarguable. That, I mean, there's no example ever of this, where there is nothing in my life, there is no experience that I have, there is nothing that I know, you say, well, wait a minute, I don't know because I mean, the clients aren't in my mind. They actually are out there. My bank account is not in my mind. It's, it's in the bank. It's not exactly. in my mind, exactly. right? And so, but here's the thing that, again, in the truth of it, when you look, is you, you have to look and see 
that maybe, <laughs> this will sound really funny, but maybe there are clients out there. <laughs> maybe there is a bank out there, maybe. <laughs> and you know, and that, that's a little silly to say it that way, but let's just play with that. But here's the thing, you only know it in your mind. So the bank that's there, the bank account that's there, the money that's in it, all of it, the way that you have access to it is in your mind. If it is not in your mind, it is not in your existence. And now that's part one. So you can kind of see, you know, even by the way, even your wife, even your, any, your family is like, well, no, but I'm pretty sure my wife is here because she's walking around outside and you go, well, yeah, that's true. But the only wife you know, the only wife you know is the one that is in your mind. Um, that is your wife. And so, I mean, who knows what she's really like, but the one you work with, interact with, the one you speak with is the one in your mind. And now, so that's part one. It's only there. It's only in my mind. And here's the second part. It is completely constructed out of thought. So everything in your life exists only in your mind, and it is completely made up of thought. That is how you've painted it. That is the painting you put together of your business, of the clients you have, the, the way it is that you get clients, where they are. They're behind a tree somewhere. You have to find them, but they sneak around. It's hard to get clients. They're not, right? So you paint this picture of this world and this reality, and then that is your interaction. So the, this is the creation that is going on. It's in your mind, and it is completely constructed of thought. And that is all that's happening. And that is what you're creating. Exactly, exactly, Dominic. Today I made a video and I posted on LinkedIn, and I spoke about the bank account. The money I have in my bank is only a perception of mine. I know people with half a billion, and they are unsatisfied and unhappy because right. it's too little. And I know people where I'm from, from Moldova, 1,000 euro for them, $1,000 for them is big money and they will be the happiest people alive. So it's my yes. first perspective. And um, that's, that's how we create. That's what if, for instance, today nowadays, I, I try to find joy in everything I do. For instance, if I look at my bank accounts, I, I'm, I'm satisfied with what I've got because I think that from that satisfaction level, it's easy to create. Mm -hmm. If you feel joy in your life, if you bring more joy in your life, it's always easier and, and you have more insights. It's easy to get insights and it's easy to create the life you really want. Would you agree mm -hmm. with that statement? Well, so that's really, it's really good the way you said that because the part about the joy in something or the dissatisfaction in something, the, you know, the bad in anything, um, it is actually uh, all possible. It's all possible. So when you look at your bank account today, it is completely neutral. It's completely neutral. It doesn't mean anything. It's not good. It's not bad. It's completely neutral. In f and, and so when you say it's neutral, in a way, it's no thing. It is nothing. 
but at the same time, it is pure possibility of anything. So that means that when you look at your bank account today, you can see in it insufficiency, um, a, a bleak future, terrible future, a horrible thing, evidence for your incompetence, inability to create. You can find all of that within that uh, bank account. You can also see it as evidence of um, your creative power, as evidence of your creation so far, as evidence of how your uh, abundance that there is, is certainly in comparison with uh, some other, like you can see that there's more there than ever. You can see that it's been growing or not. Like there's the possibility in it. So you are able to find joy or you are able to find hopelessness and in it. And that is all found in the way that you will focus upon it. It is neutral and you have the creative power of focus. So you are able to focus in any way. And the way you focus, by the way, the way that you focus will become more. It will become more. When I focus upon that in a hopeless, anxious, worried way, that energy will become more and more and more and more. You think there's not enough money now? Wait till tomorrow. Wait till next week. Wait till you see how little comes in. So it will become more and more and more because the, the vibration of that energy, that emotion, that feeling will continue to expand. Yeah. And when you say, I thank you for say for giving me the example with more, because I, I heard the saying this before, but I heard in a different way. And now it's completely opposite to what I heard before, which I, I'm very grateful. And now I see it. And what if I focus on my bank account, if they, for instance, they have little money, if I focus on that and worry about it, I will have more worry about it. Yes. I will have yes. more, less money, more worry, right. uh, more struggle, uh, trying to do something right now. But actually, creation is opposite of that. Creation is mostly in, in inspired action. Let's call it that way. I will. Mm. It's not even the the way you. I think the way you emphasize creation is not even doing. It's almost Correct. receiving it. It's almost. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let let's say that creation is that is that um, that expansion that becoming more, and so in other words, this this is why I said you are always creating. You are never not creating. So when you look at the bank account in worry, what what you're not noticing is that what you're not noticing you think right. So you think that what you're looking at is, I need more money. I need more money. I've got to get more clients. So you, you believe that it is from this um, uh, words, from these words, that the creation is happening. But it's not. The universe does not hear what you say. The universe does not hear what you say. The universe is responding only to energy. 
The universe is energy responding only to energy. And so when you look and you see lack, when you see worry and lack and shortage, the energy of that is what is responded to because the energy of that is what is vibrating within you. That is where your focus is. That is what, so, so you are creating what is being created through you is more of that energy. This is why it's so important to be paying attention to the way that you feel. Yes. Notice the feeling of this as you think about your business. Notice the feeling as you think about your relationships. Because you're saying, oh, I want a better relationship. Oh, I want more abundance. Well, that's talk. But the question is, how does it feel? Because how it feels is giving you information about what is really being created, about where your focus actually is. Well, thank you for that, Dominique. For instance, if I feel bad about something, should I change my thinking, try to focus on something else? Or I, the way I see it, I can allow it to be in my body for a while. Just see for what it is. And by looking at it, by without trying to analyze it, just by letting it be here in my body for a while. What I found from my experience, it dissipates. Right. And right. joy joy is almost looking at what I feel with joy. Uh, embracing the experience of life, the gift of being. Right. That's how I see the, the negative feelings or the worry and stuff like that. It's, it's more, almost um, watching a movie. Right. Or now the character Oleg feels this way. Now yeah. the character Oleg tried to do this, you know, and it's a fun, it's, it's fun of way of living from my perspective. And uh, I think fun is important in life. And I have fun every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love, yeah. And um, I, I love living in that way. And um, one of the things I'm doing, how I create, is by reminding myself what I do, telling myself, I am love. I am this and that. How important is to, you think, is to remind yourself every day of who you are? Is that important or is it not relevant, you think? Well, the, the, word, uh, the word that I would use is um, it, it, it's rather than, you know, reminding is a word. I mean, that, that in a way, if you really constructed the word, like took it apart, Mm -hmm. then I, I think it is a remembering. It is a put, it's kind of a putting back together. So the reminding as a remembering is, is, is quite valuable. In other words, you are, you are the essence of who you are is pure energy. It is joy, love, peace. In fact, with the way I would say it is the essence is pure, positive energy. It is creative energy. So peace, love, joy, clarity, those uh, energies are there. And so every day might be to notice that, to notice where they are and you say well you know but today is terrible the weather's bad the sky is this and i lost a client and i and you know and now i'm and i have no prospects for any other right so it is good to remember 
that and those point, moments in particular that, yeah. that again but what is the pure source energy that is you that has never changed it never changed from yesterday or the day before or from the day you were born so that idea of reminding is going back and remembering what has never changed yeah 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 i like that i like that thank you for that mm. Mm. this <laughs> Dominic, can I ask this question? Nowadays, right now, how easy is for you to create? Um, it's so it's getting easier and easier. Um, however, uh, there are places, and we'll always have these where we are stuck. In other words, and and so I see that in my business is where um, it's 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 like everywhere you're stuck is. Uh, beliefs that are have solidified. I'll give I'll give you a really funny example okay. of um, my my uh, someone and I we we were we were talking about um, going on vacation, doing vacation stuff like this. This person was complaining about lack of money, and they're like, "Oh, you know." And now I've known them a long time, and what it is is that they have beliefs that money is hard to earn. It's not easy. Only rich people have it. Like it's like, and you know, everybody else has to really work for it or struggle, right? And um, so there's some beliefs like that. And by the way, and this is a person who also they'll buy lottery tickets, right? Okay. Right? Because they because they figure they could win money, right? But because it's hard to earn it, but you could win it. Now me, it's funny. So near, look, notice these beliefs. So me, I think lottery tickets are ridiculous the odds are terrible like you know the realistic nature of them is like well you could only right so i have a belief you can't right however my my belief about earning money is actually pretty easy it's like i kind of like well i could earn money i've always earned money and i've always earned lots of money and more money and all of that it's easy to earn money right so this friend and i in conversation we're talking about vacation and going on vacation. And in my mind, it was like, oh yeah, okay, well maybe do a cruise or go on an all-inclusive or something coming up. And we're talking about that and within two weeks, he wins in a sweepstake an all-inclusive resort. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right? Now, I had to laugh because because the, the, to him, this was the, the way the desire could come into his reality, was really you could only win it, right? For me, if I want to go on a vacation or do something like that, in my mind, I have another client and I earn the money. It's like, it's so easy. It's just an easy thing to do. By the way, if you fast forward later, there was another, like shortly thereafter, six, seven, eight months later, where he won like $5,000. And, and he and his wife went on another all-inclusive. Wow. And I remember having this conversation with my wife and I said, this is so funny. I never win anything because I know you can't. I know it's not possible. Right? <laughs> but anything I want to do, it's so simple to me that I could just earn the money. So if there's anything I want, I believe I could just earn it. And so when you look at the channels by which 
things come into your reality. <laughs> For me, an easy channel is that I earn it, that I get a client, that I make the money. For him, a very easy channel seems to be that he would just win <laughs> the thing that he wants. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, that, that was just a very funny experience as I sort of noticed what was happening. Wow, thank you. Thank you for that. It shows even, even you knowing all of it for many years, you had a little bit of barrier thinking that, totally. oh, he cannot win this. Yeah, totally. he, he needs to create it. Or you see, even, even a person knowing and engaging in this work still has work to do. Still, there are barriers to go through. Um, Completely. And when you look at my business today, my business today is one of very much uh, fits a set of beliefs about it's, it, you know, it's executive coaching. It's mostly in corporate world sponsored by organizations. It fits a flow of kind of money and business in a particular set of beliefs that for me are easy, easy to believe. But what I do is I will look sometimes at other other coaches, other business, and what I see are things like, oh, wow, look at that. That person has an online business. It, that's amazing. They, they have an online business. They actually wake up in the morning and they notice money deposited into their bank account. That's magical. <laughs> and, and for me, for me, the belief, Around that, this is where I start to notice. I go, wow, look at that. I have a limiting belief. I have, I don't, I don't understand how that can happen. And by the way, anytime I've attempted to go down that path, it's hard. It's really hard. It's like, wow, you know, you need to get the software and you got to do this stuff. And it's not so simple, right? Which tells you how messed up my thinking is around that. Now I used to, I uh, used to get get all focused on it. Like, well, I'm going to figure this out. You know, I'm going to use my effort and figure this out. What I've since realized in in from in creation that when that kind of effort is there, it is an indicator that the feeling of it, the sort of the hard work, the effort, the the uncertainty, the doubt, is an indicator that your mind is messed up. Your, your, your way of creating what you are tuned into in that creation is messed up. And so effort applied in that regard will end up being difficult and hard and it's unlikely to be successful. In other words, you may waste a lot of money. You may try a lot of things that fail, like that kind of stuff. And so what I've since uh, gotten better at is backing away backing away and getting calm again, getting relaxed again, because the feeling as I start to think about it indicates to me that my thinking is messy. Yes. And, so, and I don't want to create from that messy mind. Yes. You reminded me, you know, I wanted my podcast for quite a while. Mm. And I was thinking the same thing. Oh, I, I need the software. I need that. And I need that. Or then I have to make the podcast. Who, who, who wants to be interviewed by me? All of the, that thinking was there. And I, I even didn't, I, I even didn't know that I was living in a misunderstanding. Yes. Yeah. I was telling myself a story, listening, telling myself the story, which is not true. Yeah. 
So and one day I just was sitting and watching outside doing something, doing nothing actually, just watching. And this inside, why not start now? Why not go through and do that? So that's it. I start focusing on that, asking people to help me. I hired a coach and look at that. I, I, I created this, nice. this podcast. Well, that is such a good example because, because and notice how the, the trigger for the action started. It started because yes. you were just sitting outside, notice it's a nice day, etc. And a thought came. You yes. notice a yes. thought came. And that is the beginning of all creation is a thought. It's the beginning of all creation is a thought. That pure thought, non-resistant thought that you had, why don't I start now? Before that, there was a ton of thought. A ton of thought. You, well, you don't even know what software to use. You wouldn't even know. And who's, who are you going to interview? What makes you think you could do a podcast? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there was a lot of thought, but it's a very resistant thought. And then you sort of got tired of all that. You gave up. You sat down. You're just <laughs> sitting outside minding your own business. You weren't exactly. even thinking about a podcast. And out of that quiet mind, it's quiet. There's nothing going on about podcasts. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, you could hear a very wise thought. You could hear a very wise thought. And that exactly. is the beginning of all creation is a thought like that. Oh, Dominic, I have so many stories. It's the same thing with posts. I like doing videos. I like posting. And when I push myself to do that, it doesn't work. Many times I tried, and if I write something, it doesn't click with people. But when I do the same thing with my podcast, sitting, just doing nothing, an idea, uh, a picture arises. What, what if I talk about that? And then people are engaged, engaged in this topic. It's, it's just, I'm fascinated the way it works. That and is so cool. Now, people listening, people listening can misunderstand as a technique. They exactly, can, this, exactly. This is always what happens, right? So they can misunderstand as a technique. But what you've described is a description of how creation happens as opposed to a technique of it. So what happens is that the, the, the creation is wanting to come through, but what, what, what in life, we get noisy, we try to force it, we use effort. Well, I need to post a video because I said I was gonna post videos once a Every week, day. Yes, right? Like, yes. so, so now there's this effort, this doing. So it can't happen. It, out of that place, again, if you pay attention to the feeling, only that feeling can express into form. So if I'm, you know, anxious, worried, striving, uh, putting effort, it's only that energy that could express into form. And when you've pushed your way through and you've done it, you've noticed that it doesn't resonate with anybody. No one seems to care. It's not exactly, out there. Exactly. Good, right? Yes, yes. But what some way, somehow, you've, as you've not engaged with the noise of that, then from a quiet, an inspired thought arises. Now, here's what's funny. Out of the inspired thought, you get excited. You get into action. You open up your computer. You start writing things. You start doing a video. You start doing, like you're going crazy in action, right? But notice how different that feeling is. Now, if somebody watches you, they can't tell the difference. 
So when somebody watches you, the other time they say, well, I don't get it. He was in action before. Uh, he was writing a blog. He was doing the videos. So how come you're saying this is any different? <laughs> well, so the action doesn't tell you it. But the question is the source of that. It's what's the source of that idea. And you can only tell that by the way you feel. And only you know that. Nobody from outside of you who looks at you, who notices what you're doing, could tell the difference. Really. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you yeah. for that. Thank you for specifying because this is not a technique, really. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing I was there is just I'm, I'm being a little bit of um, allowing myself to be free of my own personal thinking. So, Dominic, this podcast is called Power of Insights. And every guest, which is on this podcast, um, shares with us one insight which they have in their own personal life, which shifted something, which they saw something different and their life tried to be different. Do you have one of those insights mm. yourself? Um, so I think, I think the thing for me is that the importance of, of um, you know, I, I'm a follower of the teachings of Abraham. And Abraham says, nothing is more important than that you feel good. Nothing is more important than that you feel good. And I misunderstood that in the beginning because I thought it was like I needed to go to the beach and lie down and do whatever. <laughs> but, but because then I just misunderstood it. I thought it had to do with I need to do things so that I feel good. But it, what's important in that teaching and why that message is so powerful it's not about you doing something to feel good, but it's paying attention to the way that you feel, which is giving you information on the way that you are focused right now, on the way that you are vibrating right now, on the way that you are tuned right now. And when you pay attention to that, it says whether you are aligned with the best in you, yes. whether you are in alignment with all that you have become so far. And when you are in alignment with that, you feel good. And when you are resisting that, blocking that, you will feel bad. And so nothing is more important than that you feel good really speaks to get in alignment, get in alignment, drop into the alignment of who you really are. And that's the most powerful thing uh, for all that you want to allow all that you want to express. Wow. Thank you very much for sharing. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Dominic, how people can get in touch with you? Ah, well, I'm, I'm, um, uh, let's see, website, hrpossibilities.com. You can also uh, go a website, which is my name, dominicscafidi.com. It just will redirect you back to my business website. I'm also active on LinkedIn and, um, and Facebook, so they can uh, reach out and connect like that as well. Well, thank you very much for sharing. I will add all the details in my, on my page anyway. And Dominic, I had um, so much fun creating with you this podcast. I, and thank you very much for your wisdom, because I think if people really understand what you're talking about, uh, their life will change. 
Wow, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. I've appreciated your questions. Oh, thank <laughs> you. All the best. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and review this podcast and share with your friends who can benefit from this. It would be great if you can leave a comment and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. <laughs>